there's never been a better time to join the Entertainment Member Program. Remember the entertainment book filled with vouchers? It's now a digital membership you can access on your smartphone, filled with exclusive offers on dining, travel, activities, shopping and more. Best of all, you can now choose to support Vision Australia Radio at the time of purchasing, so that 20% of the purchase price will go to supporting our essential service for people living with a print disability. Buy one for yourself or gift a friend. Then enjoy the savings whilst supporting Vision Australia Radio. Visit varadio.org forward slash save and choose your membership now. varadio.org forward slash save, station sponsor. Hello and welcome to Vision Extra, coming to you from Vision Australia Radio. Peter Greco with you and with us is Melanie Robinson. Melanie, welcome and thank you for your time. (laughs) Thanks, Peter. It's a pleasure to be here. Now, you've put together a fantastic uh, podcast for the CBAA, the Community Broadcasting Association, features and documentary, and uh, yours is about writability. Yes, it is. Yes, Um, it's uh, writing for the disabled. I partnered up with them to put it all together and it was quite a privilege because Riding for the Disabled in Victoria is celebrating 50 years this year so that was um, great timing. Tell us a bit about yourself and then we'll talk about the wonderful documentary. You're a person with vision impairment? Yes I am. I have Asperger syndrome so uh, the combined nerve deafness and retinitis pigmentosa. Hearing impairment was diagnosed at the age of five and it's bilateral and it's uh, fairly well corrected with hearing aids. Vision loss was diagnosed in my early 20s and just been steadily declining ever since. So I've been in contact with VA for, oh gosh, um, probably since my diagnosis and then um, also a first-time guide dog handler as well. Now, I believe uh, as far as this opportunity to do this documentary uh, happened, it was a bit... Uh sort of serendipitous in a sense? Absolutely, yeah. So um, at the start of 2020, I found myself redundant after 31 years of continuous employment with the one organisation and it was a company restructure. It wasn't COVID-related. And, yeah, so I found myself with a bit of time on my hands and a bucket list to tick things off on. And uh, Vision Australia put together some little... um, Oh, I don't know what they called them. They weren't quite classes. They weren't quite social groups, a bit of a mixture of both. And this particular group was audio journalism. And it was facilitated by Max Rowley out of Brisbane Vision Australia, who has an interest in community radio. And yeah, it was a great little group that we had. Um, there was uh, well, there was four of us in total, plus Max, the facilitator. And yeah, we basically just got together once a week and just talked about podcasts and how to make them and what um, audio journalism involves. We actually spoke to Max at uh, the time that the uh, course, if you like, or the group was being put together for his uh, call out for interested parties. So here you are. So uh, that works. That's fantastic. What about the story, though? What made you decide to do the uh, story on writing for the disabled? I, mean, I guess maybe the 50 years anniversary was, was a, a feature? Yeah, the 50 years anniversary was a bit of a fluke, actually. I, had, I didn't really know that it was their 50-year anniversary until I started making inquiries with them to see if it would be okay if I was to do it, obviously, just a preliminary you know, information gathering. But I have actually been a participant in the RDA program myself, 
a few years ago now. Uh, I'd grown up on a farm, always been around horses, but uh, moved to Melbourne, you know, very early in my career, but still had a connection with horses, but hadn't really ridden properly since losing most of my vision um, in my early 40s. So, um, yeah, I thought I'll give it a go. And I went back a few, I went to RDA a few years ago and as a, um, I initially planned to volunteer. I thought, oh, this is great. I could plan to be a volunteer. But mm-hmm. as I got there and I realised that, that my vision was to the point where I, volunteering probably wasn't going to be a good option. And they said, well, why don't you go on the list as a rider? And I did and a spot came up and I participated for, I think, three years on and off. And, um, yeah, I just got to know them and it's a fabulous organisation. Yeah, and they're Australia-wide, aren't they? I know that yes. uh, in South mm. Australia we've got uh, a branch or, in fact, a number of branches, you know, dotted around the state. And exactly. one of the great things about it is, you know, you can have some uh, person who just comes along for riding for literally for fun, maybe once a week or once a month or whatever, and then, you know, you've got the Paralympic level as well if people want to progress to that sort of standard. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. It's definitely a pathway for, um, for, for lots of people. I'm a bit past the pathways thing, I think, you know, getting into the twilight of my years. But I just, uh, yeah, happy to have a plot around. And, um, well, I did a little bit more than plot around. But, yeah, they were basically just a fantastic organisation and it was a real pleasure to um, to work with them on this. Now, you featured a number of individuals and their uh, stories. Uh, I've got to say, Melanie, uh, it doesn't take much to sort of move me to, to tears, but... Uh, a number of these did. Which one is your favourite? I'll tell you which one my favourite is, but which was yours? Oh, look, it, it's or, hard. Or, or to can't one. you have favourites? Oh, look, and it's hard because um, anyone that's been involved in editing, horrible word, editing, you've got to really cut things down. I had to cut so much out of this to get it down to 12 minutes and because I had so much material, a lot of characters. So, I, you know, if I had maybe two or three characters, I could tell you a favourite, but because I've got so many, I, re- I really can't. So who was your favourite? I like the one about the, uh, the, the young lad, I think the five-year-old, who uh, um, I'm assuming might have had autism and, and hadn't spoken and uh, didn't sort of communicate. And, you know, all of a sudden with the horse in his life, he, uh, you know, was almost a changed person. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, he- that, that, that was right at the start of the piece and I did weed that back in towards the end of the piece as well. But, um, yeah. yeah, I don't even know what that little boy's name was, Pete, but um, he certainly had a big impact. And you talked about your own situation and, and your the, the horse that you had an association with is, is sadly no longer with us either. No, the one I had the association with is. Oh, his okay. name is Poe, but the one that that little boy had the connection with, Hamish. Hamish is the one that's since passed on. So he was the one that connected with the little boy in the wheelchair. Another reason to uh, shed a tear. But it's, it's such a powerful story, though. They were all powerful stories, weren't they? And they were fantastic. Mm. And, and the one about the, the young lad who, um, uh, you know, had an addiction to uh, artificial colourings or artificial sugars, I should say. Canderell, yes. Uh, yeah, yes, was yes, too, that, too that, weighty to be able to ride a horse. That was a wonderful story that came from Norma Pierce, who was one of the founding, I uh, wouldn't say a member, one of the founding teachers, if you like, uh, in RDA 50-odd years ago. And uh, she had a lot to do with writing for the disabled, not just in Australia, but overseas as well. And that particular story came from the UK when she spent some time at a residential facility in the UK and Nigel was that young boy's name. And yes, he was, um, he had a, had a condition called Prada Willy, which mm. meant that, um, yes, he ate to excess and he was overweight. But um, yeah, he was 
he found uh, a wonderful incentive in a horse called Maxwell. And that's a nice little story, really well told as well by Norma. The lad went uh, to, um, you know, the people with, with the horse or uh, whatever and said, I, I think I'm going to put this uh, jar of uh, uh, artificial sweetener back and, um, you know, lost weight and, and was able to ride his horse, which is uh, just, yeah. I mean, it's just fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and the thing was, you know, I think as I mentioned in the, in the feature that the medical people were just blown away with the success yeah. of that particular story because they tried all sorts of things to help Nigel lose weight and nothing had worked, but that did. So, um, yeah. yeah, it just goes to show, you know, the power of animals. And that's the, I guess, the thrust of your story, isn't it? Uh, the, mm. you know, it's not just therapy or it's, Equine therapy, I guess we've all heard, uh, heard about, uh, uh, you know, assistance dogs and, and the great uh, role that they can play. But uh, kind of horses, we don't kind of associate them with uh, therapy. They're a bit too big and maybe, mm. well, for some people, scary. Absolutely. And they can be very flighty. So that's why the horses that are in these programs are so unique because they really are. They're hand-picked like our guide dogs, you know. They are. They're hand-picked to do the job for the – and, you know, they're just there for that reason. And I'm, I'm sure that they probably have a sense that, um, you know, the person that might be on their back, maybe they've got to be a bit more gentler with them. They can maybe sense it. I mean, animals are – you know, probably way, way more intelligent than, than we give them credit for. No, I think 100% you're quite right there, Peter. Absolutely, absolutely. Melanie, how did you go about doing it? Uh, you obviously wrote it and then uh, recorded it. Uh, mm. What did you use as far as, uh, do you use Braille or did you read it off the screen? How did you do that? <laughs> A lot of work around there because I still have a little bit of residual vision and I'm just in the, I'm transitioning from magnification to speech. So, so yeah, I, you're quite right. I had to write most of the narration and obviously record the narration as well so that what I would do is I would write it on my computer, then I would email it to my iPad which I can magnify up and has much better contrast than I could have my iPad just sitting next to me in my improvised recording studio. But I can't read notes. Uh, I get find I get too stressed if I read notes, so I actually have to memorise it all. So, okay. So, yeah, so I just the great thing about recording for yourself is you can actually break it down. You know, you can yeah. just uh, memorise, you know, three lines and then record it and then chuck it out and then remember the next three and then go that way. So it's a lot easier than public speaking, which I've done a little bit of recently. So, yeah, this was a lot easier um, in terms of the memorising and then just chuck it out, don't need it anymore, just record it. And then that's where editing is actually a good thing. <laughs> mm. Has your memory improved, do you think, because of this exercise? <laughs> oh, I don't know. My husband will tell you no, but um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, well, I think like most partners, we've all got selective memories, haven't we? We mm. can remember stuff that we shouldn't and vice versa. And uh, Vision Australia Radio were very helpful and uh, in, in fact mm. you recorded in the Melbourne studios of Vision Australia Radio? Yeah, just a little bit of it was recorded there, but they were very helpful, uh, very supportive. So with the lockdowns, of course, you know, that was another mm. challenge with this particular program because I had to get out and do my interviews. Um, you know, I really wanted to go to the RDA centres. There were two centres that I went to, one in Moorabbin and one in the northern part of Melbourne at Oatlands. And I really needed to be there to capture the, you know, the, the people, the atmosphere. So I just got lucky with that. I had my questions ready and just had to just when we were open, you know, in between lockdowns, just go bang, bang, bang out there and record them. There was, yeah, a couple of interviews that I did as telephone interviews in the studio. I couldn't do any face-to-face -face interviews. COVID just didn't permit it. But the other things that I used was a program called Clean Feed. Yeah, just a, an audio program 
which I did again telephone interviews through Clean Feed, and uh, that was pretty much it. But um, yeah, yeah, it was a big, big workaround, that's for sure. Well, it certainly turned out fabulously well, and uh, as far as uh, you know, the, the the content went, it was tremendous. And you featured some of the volunteers, and their passion comes through as well, doesn't it? Mm, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it's, um, definitely, they're they're wonderful. The volunteers are the backbone, I would say, of, of that organisation, without a doubt. Nice uh, tribute to them. Melanie, thank you. Well done. Congratulations. Um, have you got another one up your sleeve? Maybe for next year? I think this is Series <laughs> 7. Have you got one for Series 8? Or uh, are you keeping that um, to, to yourself at the stage? Well, hopefully, as I hinted at, there was so much content, so yes. much material that was collected uh, and wasn't able to be used. But um, writing for the Disabled Victoria, very interested. And we are hopefully going to kick off a little mini uh, okay. series. As, as a as a flow on from this, and we're hoping to launch that in the next week or two, whereby the first episode will be um, this one that we have done for the National Features and Documentary Series, and that'll be followed up with five little five-minute spotlights on the characters that I wasn't able to use. So I'm really looking forward to putting that together for them, and then, yeah, I've got lots of ideas, um, yeah, but uh, who knows where it will, where it will lead. We're glad it's led you to us for uh, this evening's uh, program. Thank you so much, and yeah, congratulations. Now, what we'll do is uh, we'll put the link to the uh, podcast on uh, our Facebook page. So, if people want to go there, they can uh, catch up with it. It's um, very easy to download. It's uh, very similar to most of the Vision Australia radio podcasts. So, people and please share share it on, share it on, because apparently yep. there is a competition, um, there is an award, <laughs> and I believe that the more downloads it gets, the better. So please share away, share away. <laughs> well, I've downloaded it once. It was so good I might download it again, but we'll put the link up there and hopefully lots of people will uh, do that and uh, get you even more recognition. Melanie, <laughs> love to talk to you, and I'm sure this won't be the last time we speak. Thanks, Pete. My pleasure. That's uh, Melanie Robertson, podcast extraordinaire a wonderful one about RDA for uh, CBAA, their uh, features and their documentary series. That is it for the program. So if you've missed it, would like to hear it again, you can go to our website, https colon forward slash forward slash omny.fm forward slash shows forward slash vision dash extra Vision Extra, that's the name of this program, back on this radio station, your favourite radio station, at the same time next week. There's never been a better time to join the Entertainment Member Program. Remember the entertainment book filled with vouchers? It's now a digital membership you can access on your smartphone, filled with exclusive offers on dining, travel, activities, shopping and more. Best of all, you can now choose to support Vision Australia Radio at the time of purchasing, so that 20% of the purchase price will go to supporting our essential service for people living with a print disability. Buy one for yourself or gift a friend. Then enjoy the savings whilst supporting Vision Australia Radio. Visit varadio.org forward slash save and choose your membership now. varadio.org forward slash save, station sponsor.